Hello folks and welcome back to the show and we have been 3 months in 2020 and we have already seen a virus, we have seen a bank failing and last week has been terrible. I hope you all are doing fine because you know last week we have, we saw Sensex falling by 3000 points and then we saw Nifty falling by 30% and we had to you know halt the trade for, 30, uh, for around 45 minutes. That was really you know terrible and then, then there are job losses. Now why this uh, Nifty falling is really terrible because we have seen fall in past, you know, in 2008 and 2002. But what uh, is different this time is that, you know, this fall came in just 40 trading sessions. That is in less than two months. So that is very uh, serious. And after that, uh, we are seeing so many job losses. So that is the thing. Hope we just uh, sail through this. And and I have a very important update for you. I am just planning a small social meet uh, by end of the, this March and hope you can just come and join. If you are interested, you can just DM me. What we will uh, we will be actually doing is we will be sharing a lot of ideas towards brand building or, you know, uh, or startups and how to actually create an ecosystem where we can actually help each other. So if you are interested, just DM and yeah, let's start with the show. Welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. So yeah, what we are doing today. So if you are following me on Instagram, you know, I ran a poll and I wanted to know what kind of content should I produce. and. The most, uh, you know, voted for was number one personal finance and the number two was, you know, the stock market. So yeah, this uh, episode is especially for people who want to know about personal finance and people who want to invest in stock market because there is a reason why, we know, you know, you we want to understand finance and we want to understand how to invest in the stock market. And of all those reasons, I have just, uh, you know, there is one uh, major reason that we invest and we are going to discuss that. So, you know, uh, Let's start with the first discussion. Suppose I give you 1000 bucks and I ask you to go and buy some groceries. So what hap- what will happen is you will go to the market and you will just search for items that uh, you know you can you could buy for 1000 bucks and you will bring that. Now if I give you that 1000 bucks after 10 years and I will tell you to buy the same amount of groceries and you know bring uh, bring them to me then will you be able to actually do that? The answer will be actually no. Why? Because number one things get expensive and that is the major reason why you know we want to invest so number one why are are we investing to you know retain our purchasing power what happens is as and uh, as and when things get expensive we actually uh, start to decrease our purchasing power so what will happen is the hundred rupees that we spend today will buy less stuff in the future so what uh, why we are investing or we are learning uh, finance is because we can understand how to preserve that purchasing power so in that in the future we can you know use that 100 rupees to actually buy stuff that is uh, equally valuable to the 100 rupees that we have today so now number one thing uh, if you uh, are listening to me on any uh, any of the you know uh, podcast platforms then you could not see actually could not see the diagram that i will be showing so uh, i will request you to you know switch to the YouTube channels that I uh, that I have so you can see the illustration that I have because today I have a, a, really a lot of uh, illustration to uh, help you understand the power uh, you know how inflation actually affects our purchasing power now uh, on your screens right now you have a uh, three cards one card is from 1988 the other uh, uh, another one is from 2008 and the last one is from 
2018 all right so if you look at the screen right now you see these three cards and the quantity on each of these cards is different you know uh, on card 1 you could see that the card is actually uh, entirely full on and the, on the second card you will see that uh, it is half full and on the third card is you, you know uh, you can say it's uh, not uh, full at all so what happens here is uh, number 1 in 1988 the 1000 uh, value of that 1000 uh, was really high so you could buy actually a lot of stuff because the inflation was really you know low and in 2008 what happened was things got expensive and now you could buy less stuff with the same amount and then in 2008 in the inflation was quite high so you could buy actually could not buy uh, even half of the uh, uh, half of the things that you have in the cart so this is the first reason that we uh, have to invest because we want to retain our purchasing power now what is the purchasing power suppose we have 1000 today and we want that 1000 after 10 years then if we keep this 1000 in our pocket and we just uh, after 10 years we take out that note and we think that it is 1000 it it is actually uh, really wrong because that 1000 is not same as the 1000 in coming 10 years how let me uh, show you another example now see this one this is rupees 10000 after different years at different rate of in, uh, you know inflation so inflation rate is 2% then it is 3% then it's 4% then 4.5 5 and 6 and like that we have you know years that is after 5 years after 10 years after 15 years after 20 years and so on like up to 30 years so what you see first is if you have like 10000 today then at 2% 2% inflation rate after 5 years that 10000 will be valued at 9000 after 10 years that 10000 will become 8000 and after 20 years Uh, 25 years or 30 years, it will just go half and become 5,500. So this is the, you know, decrease in our purchasing power. The 10,000 we have today will actually be able to buy only stuff that is worth 5,000 after you know 30 years. So that is why we actually invest so that we can retain our purchasing power. And one thing you have to note is that I am considering only 2% inflation. Actually, in real market, inflation is around 7% or even higher. So right now we have a registration for 6% which we will right now so suppose we have 10000 so after 5 years at 6% inflation that 10000 will be valued at 7500 or 400 all right so after that uh, after 10 years it will be valued at 5500 and so on if you go by 30 years it will be valued only for 1700 so that 10000 we had 10 years ago or uh, 30 years ago is now after 30 years we is valuable only up to 1000 so that is the problem that is the reason why we have to actually invest in the stock market now understand is when uh, people like us the uh, the people who belong to the middle class group have to you know preserve money so that we can buy things uh, from you know in the future so suppose we uh, what mostly what we do is we just go to a bank and we save that money suppose i have 1 uh, 10000 right now and i go to a bank and i preserve uh, suppose i preserve it in a bank called sbi and it is giving my 3.5% uh, of return so what will actually happen is after one year i will get uh, get 3.5% on this 10000 but the inflation rate is 7% 
so i earned 10% but i gave away 7% so in uh, reality the actual return that i am getting is around 4% that is minus 4% so if, uh, you know instead of gaining uh, 3.5% what i am getting is minus 4% this is the real uh, reason why we have to invest and we you know have to preserve our purchasing power now people who are rich like um, uh, ambani's and adani's they don't have to actually preserve money because they have so much of money that even after uh, if they stop earning they will no you know their uh, coming generations will actually uh, could feed themselves uh, three meals easily so this is one thing that i wanted to discuss that is this is called the negative return or this is called the real return this is the real return that we get so whenever you calculate your return suppose you make an investment and you get 5% 6% 15% that is not the real return the real return is after you detect the inflation so first detect the inflation then the return that you get is the real return and that the, that is the you know return that you are making so investing in a bank and getting a 3 or 4% interest actually is eroding your money so that is very important after that i have a very small example which shows how a management course fees is increasing at 7% uh, inflation rate and actually after 15 years that is uh, the course that it cost 15 lakh today after 15 years that will cost 41 lakh so this is another example uh, of uh, you know uh, how expensive uh, education is getting now if you ask me if, if should i get an mba uh, if you want to learn how to make powerpoint presentation you can go for mba but uh, that is not really important because you know uh, recently amazon and tesla they both have uh, clearly mentioned that they are not actually hiring people from the campuses they are actually hiring people who can get the job done so if you are a freelancer or a person who have a good portfolio you can actually apply in this company and you will earn a very good uh, you know salary uh, when you are freelancing so yeah this two are the most important example that i wanted to discuss so this is how things are getting uh, you know expensive every day now when we go uh, uh, below we see some common uh, you know expenses that we always uh, you know have to incur in our daily life so suppose we are want to buy a house today and that house is currently priced as 30 lakhs then after suppose 15 years and then after 20 years i have designed a charge for 15 years and then for 20 years so suppose you, you want to buy a house today for 30 lakhs and that house is uh, you know uh, will get expensive because of the inflation and so after 15 years it will get you know uh, its price will be around 82 lakh and after 21 years that 30 lakhs house will be worth you know 1.16 crore so this is how expensive buying house will get in 20 years after that when i talk about the most important expenses of you know every indian parent that is the education the education is getting expensive every day and if i talk about normal education it is worth around 15 lakh today and if you go for 15 years it will be uh, you know get expensive up to 41 lakhs and if i talk about 20 years it is around 58 lakhs so this is how the expense for actually you know your child education is getting uh, how expensive your child education is getting after that if i talk about indian marriages you know right now people spend around 2 lakhs on marriages i'm talking about the you know uh, basic uh, low level marriages uh, where you don't spend much this is a really low limit because indian marriages they are known for spending around 20 to 30 lakhs. I'm taking a very small example of 2 lakhs. So if you are spending 2 lakhs today, after 15 years, you will, you will, you, you know, that uh, 2 lakhs will be actually equal to 5 lakhs. And after 20 years, that will be equal to 7 lakhs 73,000. 
so this is what inflation looks like and if you are not investing then you know it is so difficult to provide for the future expenses when you uh, your your income is not uh, you know increasing with the same rate, rate as uh, uh, inflation okay so the next thing that i want to discuss with you is the real return now we have a confusion that is suppose we make an investment and we get 7% 8% or suppose 4% 15 20% we think that that 20% is our actual return but what happens is we don't we always forget that we have to subtract the infl- inflation that we are suffering suppose i i am getting a 12% uh, return and i am suffering an inflation of 7% so you have to actually subtract that 12 from 7 to actually get uh, you know actual return or real return of 5% so that is one thing that we don't consider uh, much and we don't talk about much we always say that we on i have earned 15% for this past 10 years past 6 years but we forget that we have to subtract the inflation and when we subtract the inflation we actually get a real return so next time when somebody comes and tells you that i am earning 15% 20% return so just ask them if this is their real return and if you calculate their real return will be much lower so yeah this is first thing so next i want to show you this chart of uh, you know the how low the real return is so if you see we have inflation of 2% 3% 4 5 6 7 7 and then the next thing that we have is a you know stated returns in percentage that is how much return we are getting from the market suppose i am getting 5% return from an investment and i am suffering 2% inflation so what will happen is all right so suppose i am uh, you know earning 5% return from the market i am suffering 2% of inflation my real return will be 5 minus 2 that is 3% which you could actually see so the next thing is suppose i am suffering the highest inflation that is 7% which is the actual inflation that we suffer and we invest our money in a bank account that is suppose we go and invest in our money in state bank or some government bank what will happen is we will get a return of around 4 to 5% now what will happen is actually if you see we are getting uh, after a year what we will get is a return of 5% but in real it is a return of minus 2% that is we are actually not gaining money but we are actually losing 2% on our saving so that is very important that we should understand and after that we have a return of 20% suppose i invest in a very good stock and i get a 20% return after a year year and i suffer 10% inflation my real return will be 30% so this is something that you know you have to practice you have to tell others that the don't calculate your return only on what you see you have to actually subtract the inflation and you have to calculate your real return so this is something that you should discuss among uh, people who are investing uh, uh, alongside you or people who want to know about investing the next thing that i want to discuss is the you know art of making your money work now what we have been taught from our childhood is that you know we have to we have limited money so we have to you know uh, live a life which is full of sacrifices on and full of compromise but we are never taught how to make money and actually fulfill our dreams now what happens is since they have never been taught they could not teach us and that is the reason why we are suffering so you know we don't know the art of making a money work so this uh, diagram will show you the rich people that is how the people who are you know have have actually made their money work so in first example you will see the poor and the middle class that is in this example you are seeing a man whose income is only from salary number one never have have a single you know income source always try to have a multiple income source that i will discuss in future videos that how to you can have actually two or three income sources so that is one thing that i will discuss in the future so right now we have this uh, young man who only has uh, one source of income that is his salary now what happens is 
whenever his salary uh, comes, he first pays his rent, then he pays his electricity bill, then he pays his loans, and then he, he actually does not have much left with him to invest. And that is the problem with all the people who are in the middle class. You know, their first pro- uh, priority is to pay others. Instead of paying others, you know, we have to learn how we should pay ourselves first. We pay the electricity guy, we pay the plumber, we pay the landlord, but we fail to understand that we forget to pay ourselves. And we have to learn that. If you look at the rich guy, he has, uh, you know, invested in stocks, he has invested in bonds, he has invested in real estate. So now what he will do is, he will actually uh, wait till this uh, returns from this investment come. So whenever his rental income comes or his bond income, interest comes, or his stock, uh, you know, uh, generate some dividend income what will happen is his real income that is the income will include the dividend income the rental income and the interest and in total he will earn from three different sources and now he will actually pay the rent electricity and other taxes and loan and this is the real reason why they are actually able to preserve wealth because they know how to first invest in assets generate money from the asset and then pay others so by investing in asset they are actually playing themselves first so whenever they earn a hundred rupees they first pay themselves and then they are paying the electricity guy or the landlord, you know, uh, all the other outsiders. So this is something that we have to learn. Even I am practicing this from past, uh, you know, one and one and a half years. Uh, I have been successful to some limits, but I am still, you know, training a lot. So I am still working on this and this will take time because this is a habit thing. This is, uh, you know, we don't have a habit of uh, paying ourselves first and to develop that it will take a year or year and a half. So yeah, it's all about the discipline. People with higher discipline, you know, may do it in the shorter time. So this is something we have to learn. So before I end this video, this is the last thing that I wanted to discuss. That is, I wanted to show you the power of compounding. Now, what always happens is that we always want fast money, but we forget that, you know, good businesses are money making machines, but they need something that is time. And when time, they get time and they get good, you know, business involvement, they will multiply your money, you know, to a great, great extent. But thing is that we run for fast money and we don't, you know, focus on the power of compounding. Now, to explain this uh, power of compounding, I want to give you an example. And if you look at your screens, you see actually two people. That is uh, Sheila and the second one is Munni. And they both are actually investing 10,000 and they are getting a return of 7%. And the time period that they are investing is up till the age of 60. That is... Whenever they reach the age of 60, they will, you know, withdraw their investment. And the next thing that you want to see is the age. That is, Sheila is 25 years old and Munni is 35 years old. So, Munni is starting 10 years late from Sheila. And what will happen if she, she actually does that? Then, this is the actual result. So, what will happen is, after 35 years, that is when they actually turn 60, what will happen is, Sheila will have around 1,6,000 rupees and Munni, on the other hand will only have 54,000. So that 10,000 grew up uh, for Sheila, it grew up to 1,6,000 and for Munni, it actually grew for only 54,000. Now, why is this happening? Because in first 10 years, Munni uh, is actually has not invested at all. And that is when actually Sheila gained around 9 to 10,000 rupees. So when she invested, when Sheila invested 10,000 in 10 years, she actually gained 10,000 on that investment. And that is where you know, Munni is losing and after that for next coming years, you know, for the coming years, Sheila is getting a return on 19,600 but Munni is actually starting from 10,000 so, so that is why she is getting a return on actually 
10,000 only and this is the reason why they are having a, at least a 50% difference in their portfolio if you see munne short by 50,000 and sheila is actually gaining 1,6,000 which is 50,000 or 56,000 more than her so this is something that i wanted to tell you that you know you have to believe in the power of compounding you have to give time to your investment and if you want to go short term there are more chances that you will lose money so this is what i wanted to discuss hope you like the video and you know uh if you uh, like the content do share this with uh, as many people as you can and this is it from my side this is sumit and this is my show sumit talks and i am signing off